Welcome back to Skyview High School, and it's a happy homecoming for the Bobcats as they get the 38 to nothing win over the Ridgeline Riverhawks. As the team is at midfield, and the students that are still here, Rex, are lining the outside of the field to yeah, do the school song. They're all running down there, getting ready for it. And a lot of a lot of moms and dads left, and I don't blame them. It's it's no. so cold out there in the rain and the wind. And yeah. What a, what a great win for the Bobcats here tonight, though. So we have our old gristmill bread and butter play of the game, and it's your chance to win four loaves of bread from Old Gristmill. Their Old Gristmill is simple, wholesome bread that you are going to love. Amazing lunches, bagels, sandwiches, soups, and ice cream. They're located in Logan, Brigham City, Ogden, and then coming soon in the old 7-Eleven location in Smithfield is where they are going to be eventually here in the north side of the valley. But uh, the Old Gristmill bread and butter play of the game, the way you win your four loaves of bread is when Eric Franson and Ajay Salveson during the full court press from 4 to 6, 6 p.m. on 106.9 FM or 1390 AM. If you listen to the Full Court Press, when they ask for the bread and butter play of the game, if you call in and you can identify the play of the game, you will win four loaves of bread from the old Chris Mill. And that play is going to be from uh, the touchdown pass, the 58-yard touchdown pass right before the half that changed the game. And it was the pass from Casey Carlson, to Mason Falslip, who came into the game. They hit him on a fly pattern on the right side, Rex, and and from there on out, Skyview just looked like they had all kinds of momentum, and they looked like the better team. To that point, Ridgeline had pretty much yeah. dominated. Yeah, they had, and I just, I was so amazed to even see Mason Falslip with a helmet on tonight, let alone checking into the game, uh, running a hook and ladder, and then running a go route on the very next play and taking it all the way to the house, because in all honesty, up to that point, the momentum's on Ridgeline's side. They're able to move the ball as much as they want. Now, when they got down the red zone, they had four straight turnovers in the red zone, but mm-hmm. moving the ball in the middle of the field, they were definitely uh, doing work there. So, again, the bread and butter play of the game will be the 58-yard TD pass from Casey Carlson to Mason Falsliff to put the Skyview Bobcats up 7 to nothing with 17 seconds in the game. So our players of the game for each team Ridgeline, we're going to give the player of the game to Evan Webb, the wide receiver for them. The the junior, it seemed like no matter who the quarterback was, Rex, he caught the ball and did everything to move the ball. Yeah, he, he he did. He he got it open in the middle of the field every time he'd find the soft spot in the zone, and uh, he'd sit down and catch a pass, and he'd, he'd get something out of it. So uh, we're definitely going to go with Evan Webb on that side of the ball, and uh, for for the Skyview Bobcats, we're, we're going to go with Scout Morris as our player of the game. Yeah, six interceptions on the season, and he had two more tonight and a touchdown reception that started the third quarter scoring where Skyview just pretty much turned it on. He had a 37-yard TD catch and to put the Bobcats up 14 to nothing. And we've got some scores from region play. Looks like they've all gone final now. Bear River beats Logan 17 to 14. The Bear River Bears scored with 3:24 left in that game, and they hold on to win 17 to 14. And Mountain Crest. Over in North Logan, they defeat Green Canyon with two field goals. Mountain Crest wins six to nothing over the Wolves. So we're here on the postgame show after the Skyview 38 to nothing win, and we're joined here in the booth, the Auto Leave press box, with Scout Morris. Go ahead and take that, Scout. You can just take it, just to hold it close to you here. But uh, Scout, 
what a big game. You guys got off to a slow start. Would you, would you, was that because of the weather, do you think, or was it you guys' mindset? How did that feel for you guys? I think it played far, but I just think we were just we just weren't in it, and we went into halftime just thinking these guys aren't as good as we thought, and so we just went out and played the hardest. Well, you, you, the third quarter, you guys just dominated, and, and you guys struck quick, and, and it was your 37-yard touchdown pass to start things. I mean, I mean, how good did that feel to get the scoring going? Because it really was slow for your offense tonight. Oh, it was great. It was just good to take that momentum from them and just go ahead, and then it was just rolling from there. Scout, I got a question for you. I, tonight you had two interceptions. You had one touchdown reception. Just as a personal opinion, what feels better, the takeaway on the interception or the touchdown reception? Which uh, one would you pick? Definitely the interceptions. I'm definitely okay. a defensive guy. Okay. You know? I, you love, had, I love it. You almost had a hat trick. I, I almost had that third one. A little too high, you know. Well, you, you, have, you have six interceptions on the season. You know, you guys are, are clicking. What, what was it, though, that you guys decided at halftime or what was talked about? Because you guys really looked like the first half, I'd say, Rich, Line kind of looked like the better team, but in the yeah. second half, you guys absolutely just blitzkrieged them. They had no answer. Oh, uh, I don't know. We just, I don't know. We were motivated that, like, we can't be only up 7-0 to zero at half. You know, we have to, we're the better team here, we feel like. So we had to come out and play better, and we did. So we did. <laughs> okay, well, you've had a lot of home games in a row. Now you're going out on the road. You head to Hiram to face the Mountain Crest Mustangs. Yeah. They're 2-0 in region play as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys have won the region championship. I know that some people have said, hey, you know, it doesn't matter with the new RPI, but, hey, mm-hmm. region is important to yeah. you guys, isn't it? Yeah, region is definitely the that state, of course, you know. Of course. So, okay, outside of football, what, what, what things do you like to do? What hobbies do you have? Let's, let's, let's get away from football. Is it all football all the time? Uh, no, I, I got baseball, too. And then, okay. Uh, I like the winter. You like to go up to Beaver Mountain, you know. It's okay. Place. Is that snowboarding or yeah, skiing? Yeah, snowboarding. Snowboarding, sure. okay. Well, you've got, you had an exciting week of homecoming activities. Yeah. Um, anyone you would like to say hi to, you've got the microphone. We, everyone out listening in the radio world, who do you want to give a shout-out to? Um, definitely my mom. I love you, and shout out to my defense. We balled out tonight. Four right. picks. Yeah, yeah. Five, five picks. Five, five, we got you five, five picks. Yeah, yeah. You got the shutout. Yeah, shutout. Yeah, that's five right. So congratulations, out. Scout, and, and we look forward to watching you the rest of the way this season thank and, you. and in the postseason as well. All right, thank you. Congratulations. So Scout Morris again with our postgame guests. They get the victory, 38 to nothing. Now we're joined by uh, Coach Hal and Coach. I tell you what. Uh, Talk about a tale of two halves. I, what was the mentality right before half? Because you, your offense was sluggish. Mason comes in with the hook and ladder. We were talking up here on the air that maybe you guys just wanted to go into the locker room, you know, with 25. You're on your own 25, but what was the thinking behind going for it there? We actually had talked to Coach P and I had talked about that play earlier today. Um, you know, in big games, uh, a little trickeration sometimes can create some momentum, and uh, and it did right there. You know, it set up a situation where we weren't backed up. We weren't in a situation where a turnover gives them another opportunity, and so um, we felt like if we could convert that first one and then put ourselves in a little bit better position, um, then, then, then we could take a chance downfield. Well, with all that rain, 
I'll tell you what, the Casey Carlson put that 58-yard TD pass right on the number to Mason. Yeah. I mean, Mason did a lot on that play, but Carlson put it right there. Right. You know, Mason hasn't taken a rep all week, and uh, other than he actually ran ran scout team quarterback all week, and then with no pads on, and then yesterday in our walkthrough practice played a bunch of scout receiver, um, and he he came back today and he said, Coach, I feel great. Uh, our trainer checked him out. Um, he had great strength. Uh, we wanted to limit him as much as we could. Sure. Uh, and so, really, he was in for two or three plays all night. One time he was a decoy, and we got a touchdown out of it. Um, and the other time he scored a touchdown. And so, uh, those are pretty good statistics. Um, he's a special kid. But, you know, I, I'm really proud of the way our kids have stepped up. Um, uh, other kids have kind of answered the bell and uh, just really proud of the direction our team's going right now. Well, I know we've talked about it before, Coach, before the games, just how exciting it's got to be for you and the coaching staff to get so many play, young players some reps during varsity and you were able to do it again tonight because like scout said your defense balled out in the second half yeah um well and and the offense put some pressure on on ridgeline as well so being able to get up a couple quick scores and forcing them to have to throw the ball a bunch uh plays to our advantage because we we have some really good players in the secondary we're able to rush for and still be able to get pressure um yeah i'm proud of the way our kids played and it it does and uh it, it 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 matters down the road when you can get some young kids some playing time uh, because all it does is help you for the future and and uh, you know we're, we're looking to, to, to keep the standard where it's at and even raise it a little bit well coach uh, we I don't know if you were already up here in the box but a couple of scores Bear River defeated uh, Logan well they Bear River pretty much trailed in that game but they came from behind one 17-14 and Mountain Crest uh, defeated Green Canyon six to nothing with two field goals so for the region championship looking forward I know you do one game at a time but that game in Hiram next week that that's that's a big one yeah it's huge and I know it's their homecoming too next week and so uh, we're gonna have to come back and get ready to go again and get better we have to get better next week Mountain Crest has a really strong tradition Uh, they play great defense out there Uh, we're gonna have to be playing our best to be able to be successful there and uh, you know hopefully we'll let our kids enjoy this this weekend with our homecoming and and uh, they'll come back Monday fresh and energized and ready to go well coach congratulations on the victory tonight I mean you your, your defense that's got to feel good for you but Absolutely. you guys got the shutout yeah I mean your first one of the season but great win tonight and uh, uh, congratulations on the victory yeah absolutely all about these kids you know we talked uh, we watched our highlight video right before we came out tonight and uh, you know I told the kids I said you know after watching that I didn't see I didn't see one coach make a play there um, players make plays and and I, I felt like our kids really stepped up and and uh, did a fantastic job with that tonight well coach again congratulations and always thank you for your time yeah, thank you appreciate it again the bobcats get the victory 38 to nothing and it was that second half rex and we talked about it the bread and butter play of the game yeah. by old grits meal that was the difference and coach talked about it too that momentum changed he said that trick play yeah. can sometimes swing the game and it really did right well, there and the kids get such an enjoyment out of those trick plays too you know my coach has faith in me to run a hook and ladder on our own 25 yard line when we should just be going into halftime so those kind of things get kids pumped up they get them going and uh it, it worked tonight i mean i 
I thought it was an absolute miracle. I think I said it during the broadcast. Do you believe in miracles when Mason Falslev's running down the field streaking for a touchdown? I didn't expect to see this kid with a helmet on, let alone catch the touchdown out there. And that, and that's what really swayed the game going into halftime. All that momentum just going that direction. Defensively coming up with five interceptions. The Skyview Bobcats just and they got a fumble recovery they early got a fumble on too. Recovery, uh, four turnovers to start the game in in the in their own red zone. I mean. It uh, the Skyview defense definitely came out, and as Scout Morris said, they definitely balled out tonight. Well, again, Skyview gets a victory, 38 and zero. Players of the game, Skyview's player of the game, Scout Morris, with his two interceptions tonight to bring him six on the year, and he also had a touchdown catch to bring the Skyview score to 14 nothing to start the second half. And then, of course, the Ridgeline player of the game will be Evan Webb, who absolutely did everything possible from his wide receiver spot. Rex, he caught everything that came his way Yeah, tonight. he did. He, he found the soft spots in the zone. He sat down, made catches, and then got yards after the catch. And he, he it didn't matter if it was Coxon at quarterback or Jensen. Either quarterback, when they were in, he was their safety blanket. He was their go-to guy. So uh, a lot of credit to Evan Webb, the junior wide receiver for Ridgeline. So, again, Skyview next week will be at Mountain Crest. Uh, A.J. Knight and A.J. Salveson will have the call on that broadcast. You can listen to the game. Tune in around 7 o'clock for kickoff, around 6.45, 6.50 for the pregame. A.J. Knight and A.J. Salveson will have the game broadcast for you on this station, 106.9 FM and 1390 AM. Me and Rex will have a couple weeks off because at Mountain Crest. I'm here Logan. thinking in my head. I'm so bummed we're not doing that Skyview Mountain Crest yeah. game. I mean, what a, what a great matchup that's become with Mountain Crest just getting the win uh, tonight, as well as Skyview getting the win. Two undefeated teams going into region to battle. Well, and here's how good Mountain Crest is. We know that they've always been a good defensive team. They held Green Canyon to 63 yards total offense, is what we're wow. hearing. Hunter Schroeder. 234 yards rushing for Mountain Crest in that game is what we are being told. That kid's a stud. And with all that yardage, only six to nothing. But we know Mountain Crest has yeah. got studs defensively. They've right. struggled on offense. It will be an interesting game next week. Of course, I'm sure that the weather had a lot to play in those games tonight. And of course, Bear River came back and defeated Green, uh, Logan 17-14. So right now, as it sits, your Region 11 standings, Skyview 2 and 0. Bear River, 2-0, and Mountain Crest, 2-0, and two of those teams meet next week, again, Skyview at Mountain Crest. So, for Scout Morris, for Coach Hal, and for Diana Young, our producer in studio, for Rex Davis, and myself, John Newbold, thank you for tuning in tonight. We hope you enjoyed the broadcast. Again, the Skyview Bobcats get the victory, 38 to nothing over Ridgeline, and they will be at Mountain Crest next week. So, thanks for listening, and have a great weekend, everybody.